This is a message to uh, all of you who uh, don't believe. They gon' try and bring you down. Hating what they doing, but you gotta keep it smiling. Stay up on your move, live free, live free, live free, live free. They gon' try and tell you no. Shatter all your dreams, but you gotta get up, go to bigger, better things. Live free, live free, live free, live free, live free, live free. Hey yo, microphone check one two one two. Just had to make sure I'm coming through with the driver Ricky Bobby more class than the college and the shine of Liberace about time that you acknowledge that the boy here to stay fire that begin to blaze buzzing out my name getting out like a triple play hate to tell you what you can't do fuck that say there's everything you can do but rap shit I paint pictures with a high flow young Picasso feel me I thought so there's people in the world that are jealous of success don't ever second guess yourself step or get left cause we on the march we ain't waiting for no man You can't get distracted by haters or romance So if you sitting trapped in defeat Get that monkey off your back Live free They gon' try and bring you down Hating what they do But you gotta keep a smile Stay up on your move Live free Live free Live free They gon' try and tell you no Shatter all your dreams But you gotta get up Go to bigger, better things Yep, and we'll uh, fade out from there. That is the late, great Mac Miller with Live Free on the intro to today's episode. It is episode number 36 of the Puro Caballero Show. This is your host, the one and only, oh so lonely, the asthmatic Aztec. The Mario Caballero. What is good? Follow along at Puro Caballero on IG, on Twitter. Yeah, man. It is, what is it? Wednesday, September the 12th. Uh, reporting to you live. Got a uh, solo show for the first time in a while. Got a lot to talk about, and we'll just get right into it. I mean, the first thing, a hot topic that I've been a little bit on my mind recently. Um, definitely a few days back when uh, the news was a little bit more fresh, but the loss of Mac Miller, man, to a, a, a drug overdose of what kind we do not know yet. And regardless, still very tragic loss for a guy who was 26 years old. I think out of all the entertainers who may have passed away this year, I think his probably hit me. A little too close or closer just because we uh dude's like what three months older than me and everything so i remember his first mixtapes coming out right when i was like in high school and everything so seeing kind of what he's done with himself and his career and all that and yeah it's uh i don't know you just feel the ups and the downs it's kind of sad listen to some of his music again you kind of forget some of the good songs that he's had I've always been like hot and cold with like uh, some of his, some of his music, but man, he's had some good ones. Like I had a friend, this dude, um, me, uh, old roommate Quentin. The dude used to used to bump a lot of his shit, but he would only play like four songs, so it was like annoying. But it was dope, dope shit. But 
Yeah. That shit wasn't, um, um, yeah, I guess I'm not feeling it as much as sometimes, you know, you do later. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's been, uh, it's been a tough few days kind of just taking that all all in and processing it all. Mm. It totally sucks anytime any entertainer passes away. I mean, yeah, what, like, Lil Peep XXX Tension for, like, the rap game. Recently, Aretha Franklin passed away. Burt Reynolds passed away also recently. Aretha is, uh, you know, monumental. It's a progression of just music in America as a whole. So, she got her just uh, respects as she deserves. Obviously, um, man, yeah, Max Music. I was a little bit more like into man, and like, I don't know, listening to some of this stuff back, it's like really happy and like, or not happy, but maybe more upbeat or more positive and more kind of like that than some other artists. But you know, this stuff it befalls everybody, it's, it's up and ups and downs. and he listens to it, and he admits it, and he talks through it, and he's like deals with it through his music. But I mean, you never really know a person, hundred uh, percent, what's going on inside the head. What's the voices in your head telling you, talking to you? Those can, uh, you know, it can, uh, it can take you for a ride, take you for a trip, put you in a bad space. I've kind of been there time, time, from time to time. You know, I've seen him talk about his depression and like his uh kind of drug dependence i think they used to kind of drown that shit out but doesn't end up in the positive a lot of times so as we can see and a lot of people they want to put that blame on uh his ex ariana grande but like man that's that's too much it's uh you know, they've been they've been a, a, gone for a while, and I did listen to his recent album all the way through, and it was it was really good. But there, you can tell there's some moments I think that he still threw it out there. So I I can see why people will say it, but oh man, it's just you know that's it's a small percent percentage of what a a person encompasses throughout their life. So you can't. Put the blame on another person too. You got to be a wholehearted individual, responsible for your own actions. So that's kind of how I, I look at it, and it's just it's un, it's unfortunate, man. And uh, man, mm, who knows what could have happened? What could have been done? I think what uh, it's imp- really impressed me the most is just the the amount of people he was just friends with became friendly with like he, he seemed like a good dude and i think that's why it, it kind of hurts a little bit more is uh it was pretty open and honest and seemed like just a well-rounded good 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 dude to chill with somebody you'd want to you know invite to your kickback you know come through at the party or whatever you work with a lot of different people in uh in the rap game like more surprising than you would expect because 
Dude can flow a little bit. Dude has some bars, bro. I was listening to some shit back and I was just like, okay, okay, okay. Might be might have been sleeping on him because he just was more low key with it. He just kind of stayed in his lane, did his thing. I mean, I think to some people he stayed in the little white boy corny rap like lane a little bit too much. And then like later in his career, he did like he he, he went a little bit more. I don't know how to how to say it like. Decided to sing a little bit more, a little bit more creative in that aspect. And some of it I like. Some, uh, some of it it's a little bit better than others, but that's that's to be expected. Not everything can be amazing or it holds the same value to a different person. You know, maybe you like a certain song in a different way uh, or a little bit more for a different reason than somebody else. I mean, you know, you can still all like the artist that was, you know, generally the same or whatever. But yeah, it's uh, it was uh, yeah, it was cool seeing his progression, see where he came from, and seeing uh, you know what he's done. He has a, he's had an interesting he had an interesting career. Damn, it's hard to say that, but uh, yeah, I mean I've seen him a couple times perform. Uh, one time. It was at the Odd Future Carnival Festival thing, the Camp Flogna shit. Yeah, he did that back in the day, back before they had that uh big old uh, soccer uh, stadium built right there by USC, by the Coliseum. It was in that parking lot right there, and yeah, I saw him perform. It was uh, kind of awkward when he did Donald Trump. No lie, I always rem- I always remember that that moment. It's because it was like, right, like when he became a candidate or threw his hat name into the ring. I think it was like 2015. It was like before the shit really started blowing up. So it was like in the summertime, and yeah, that was uh, that was kind of funny, but. Um, he was good. He was. It was good seeing him there. And then at another time, the next year, I want to say, yeah, about two years ago now, uh, there was this uh, MTV show. They did it called like Wonderland, where they'd have like artists come and perform live. It's like something kind of like a throwback how, how they used to do it. But I didn't care about that. I cared about you know seeing some artists or whatever. And so, freaking. Uh, yeah, Mac came and performed one of those weeks. Oh yeah, and we got him for free with like some some guest lists or whatever. It was kind of cool. We just kind of knew some people who knew some who like put us on, and he stayed kind of in the thing. I won't reveal my sources or whatevers. I got so much shit that I I haven't even tried out and gone to to see if it's any good. But yeah, I got too many emails for fucking parties and shit. I need to like. Unsubscribe from them bitches Cause It should be a lot <laughs> I just stopped reading them I don't know Oh, What should I do What should I do It's an addiction I see this shit on my phone And I like gotta open it Get that notification on my face But uh I don't know how I got here Anyway Yeah man He was he, Anyway he He performed at one of those it was kind of cool. It was this a little little venue downtown, and they had this little a bar area in this building, and then outside is where the stage was. 
but I didn't even know about that little bar yeah, because they had like a little outdoor like you know place where you can buy beer and shit. But like in there, you can get like shots or whatever. But there was some dude for like uh, was part of like the crew who was like handing out like wristbands for people, and he was just like inviting certain people back there. And my friend's girlfriend at the time, on again, off again, girlfriend. But at the time they're together, they're freaking walked up, made friends with the dude. Got us all wristbands, which was dope. So we're like, oh shit, we on. I don't even know this is a, a thing. And we weren't really, I don't know. There was some other DJ playing, whatever. But So we, we went in there, we chilled for a minute. They had like some other little performance. I can't even remember who played. They had a whole bunch of other different people that was pretty interesting. I don't know. Freaking, anyway, we're in the little bar area and we're sitting there just drinking having chilling having a good time and out of nowhere they end up bringing the camera cameraman this uh comedian chick this black chick oh my god i can't remember she was the host of the show she's one of the hosts of the show and they freaking had mac and they brought him out and they were gonna do a little interview right there at the bar and so they literally I was literally sitting like probably like 10 feet away from the dude and as it was just like you know chopping it up like answering some questions or whatever with the microphone we couldn't really hear him because the shit was too loud um outside and everything the whole production and everything was pretty loud but um yeah he was sitting like three two or three seats away from me I found the video I had like one of them I said on my snapchat and it'll be like the shittiest one but uh it was pretty dope um yeah and as he walked past like i dapped him up and just like i was pretty drunk at that point just i was like we some motherfucking kids off his old shit and he was just like i just dropped the defined feminine i think was the one that's the second to last album and yeah and that was at the time when he was dating ariana grande and we later came to find out that she was actually chilling in the front like literally right in the front there's a big big old sweatshirt on and you know what now thinking back on it i was looking at her for a minute but i didn't know who she was because i couldn't see her face but it was just like this huge oversized sweatshirt i believe it was pink and yeah just like big old glasses right in the front and so uh, he performed a few songs off that album, which was pretty cool. I peeped it afterwards and was like, damn, it's pretty cool shit, even though it's a little bit more R&B love song and stuff like that, which I'm not always the biggest fan of, you know, bumping that shit because, or at least in certain times of my life where I'm not in a relationship, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't necessarily want to be hearing that, but I get it and I understand it and I respect it. So it's it is what it is but yeah man i mean that shit was cool i got to see him i was like pretty close to the front it was it was a cool little show they kept it at the capacity it's only like 300 people and it's cool little uh lot area but uh yeah i think uh the cuddy vj was uh with me I think uh, the homie Frank was there too, 
Yeah. Let's go, Jenna. I think that was us. Anyway, that shit was fun. Um, yeah, and it's sad to see that I won't get the chance to to catch him again. You know, but obviously more sad, sadder for the city of Pittsburgh for his mom, all that stuff. I mean, he was, uh, you know, definitely had his ups and downs, and you know, wasn't uh, wasn't always in the best headspace. We can never, you know, figure out exactly what what happened here, but I'm sure more details will come out later. I don't even know if I want to, or I'm interested in finding out, because, you know, once certain things happen, it just doesn't make it better or worse. If you, you know, start to paint the picture with more detail, you can figure out what happened. But yeah, that was, uh, that was one thing I really miss, miss, miss you, Mac. So, um, yeah, and an, I guess easy transition here. Another Mac I freaking will be missing is Khalil. Obviously, we've, we've talked about it and touched on it for a minute, but that dude, I, I'll just have to say, as we start to discuss, you know, some uh, week one action, we finally got NFL football back, you know. And uh, I would say shout out to the Steelers repping from back, but they fucking... Got a tie against Cleveland? Like, what the fuck? You know, Cleveland still can't get a W. Freaking ridiculous. But like I was saying before, Khalil. That dude had freaking one of the games for the ages against uh, the Green Bay Packers. But truth be told, he did it against Deshaun Kaiser. But Kaiser was not fucking ready, dude. Threw him a pick. Six, I believe, which was like one of the shittiest throws. Should have just eaten a sack or tossed it to the sideline. I don't even know. It was not good. And tossed it like five feet in front of him until like right into his chest. It was crazy. Ended up running it back. Also had like a sack fumble where he just took the ball away from him, which was crazy. Like, all in one motion. This is ridiculous. He, like, times up the quarterbacks better than anybody I've ever seen. Like, their drops and progressions. And he just, like, knows kind of where they're, they're going to be and what they're going to do. Which guy steps up, which guy steps back, which guy, you know, does what, under what scenarios. He does he does his film sessions uh, studying. He's a really smart player and on top of all of his, you know, physical attributes. He's crazy. Crazy good. Freaking! But when Rogers came back in, oh my God, led the comeback, one of the comebacks for the ages. That shit was crazy. On my Sunday night, I was freaking. We were chilling after their Bears were up a bit. Me and uh, VJ are watching the game at his place, and we were just like, "Yeah, we're hungry. Let's go get some food." So we go out to to Cole Sandwich, the French dip spot out there downtown. That shit's dope. Go there. I recommend it. They got speakeasy in the back. Um. Yeah, so eating my sandwich, I'm like at the little TV on him, kind of glancing up there. And like we kind of left after Rodgers had got out the game. We're like, oh, this is done. But we get over there, and when he comes back in the game, I'm like, oh, shit. Let's see what happens here. It's kind of dicey. I'm like, I don't know if it's a good decision. But Rodgers being stubborn as fuck and literally being the, the Packers team nowadays, it's like, okay, let's give him this motherfucker the keys because... 
he's uh, he's all that we got to a certain degree. I mean, he's like the head of the snake. You gotta, you know, have him out there if you're gonna have a chance. So they put him back out there, limping around with his knee banged up or whatever the hell happened. And yeah, he led that in comeback. That last touchdown was crazy. I was finishing my meal right as that, that that shit happened. I was like, oh my God. Freaking cop caught it and ran. It was ridiculous. I, the fact that he completed it. But then, like, the fact that Khalil was the dude that, like, almost got him. The dude who was rushing the quarterback almost caught the whiteout. Who was uh, racing for a touchdown. Although he had to juke a few people. Gave him a chance to almost catch him. It was crazy. I think Khalil, when he got to about, when Cobb got to about the 20, he got, he was as close as he was going to get, he thought, I think, and he started slowing down. Cobb got closer to the sideline. The Bears player overran it. Cobb cuts back. Khalil's about at the 20, 15, and Cobb's about at the, like, 10 or 5. And... I think Khalil at that moment he puts on the Jets again to try to want to try to grab him, trip him up, and he's like about two yards short by the time he scores, or like it, you know, a yard and a half. And I think in his mind, he probably you know is killing himself because he figures if he would have busted his ass for the whole end of that play, he's got a chance of uh, you know stopping him, and then who knows in the next one, but. He did almost everything he could in that damn game, so it was hard to fault him on that play, especially because the safeties are fucking up. Um, and whoever was covering him, the co- the corner missed the ball. He made a tried to make a play on the ball, and Rogers threw freaking Cobb open like crazy, back to the middle of the field. Oh jeez, that throw was ridiculous. Cobb came down with the two hands. It was like an inch away from the defender's finger. It was like like less than an inch. It's crazy. I was like, how did he fit that shit in there? But, uh, yeah, I can't believe Cobb put on that boosters and got the rest of it done. Oh, man. What else has happened? That was crazy. That was pretty crazy. Oh, we had, like, a uh, storm delay, which was crazy, too, for the Miami-Tennessee game. That was really funny because we got a homie who's a Miami Dolphins fan, and he was watching it early in the morning, and we're chilling with him, and we're watching Red Zone on another TV screen, and he freaking, it goes into the weather delay, and, well, he was like, because he drives for like Uber or whatever, so he was like, man, I'm going to drive after the game, I'm going to watch this, and then go. So like, all right, dope, because they play the early game at 10 a.m. So he was the first delay, and yeah, it goes for like, two or three hours <laughs> the second game second round of games come like we left went to a panthers bar stayed there for halftime came back and chilled watched the second half of some of the games and that game still hadn't like gone until and then it's like restarted and then they played about like 20 30 minutes and then they stopped it again for another <laughs> like 40 minutes and uh Finally got it back and going, and it was, like, janky that whole game because, like, Mariota at one point, like, hurt him, his knee or his leg or something, and I think it was after the first uh, delay, and they had, like, freaking playing Gabbard in the game, so it's like, oh, shit, what the fuck, what the fuck is this? 
And at one point, even though they had Blaine Gabbert, they ran the ball to the right with Derrick Henry, who I have on my fantasy team, and he busted out a 75-yard touchdown. <laughs> and I'm fucking fist-pumping, going crazy, like, fuck yeah, let's go. It's like I needed that shit to even have a chance, to even have like a, a fight, you know, you know, a shot, or I don't even know what's the what's the, what's the term I'm looking for. Within arm's reach of that shit to be able to win, and I look I look up again a second later, and there's a motherfucking flag on the field, and I'm like, God damn it! And this motherfucker, this dude Tate, comes at me like, "What the fuck, dog? Don't you fucking be talking shit about my fucking team? I'm fucking penalty and shit." Oh man, it was hilarious. I was dying. But yeah, I was because I was low key the whole time, the whole fucking game because Henry wasn't really doing much, and he busts that long one. I'm like, "Fuck yeah, let's go!" <laughs> this fool was so fucking. It was hilarious. Oh shit. Oh man, yeah, that game ended after all the, the like one o'clock start games here on the West Coast. That shit was crazy. Oh man, yeah. Trying to think what else. What else that happened this weekend? Freaking Deshaun Watson, he didn't do enough, unfortunately, against the the Patriots. Still a little gimpy off that ACL. Let's see, the Vikings beat the Niners, and uh, the Vikings looking really dominant. And I was telling everybody who was listening, and I would think really, uh, Kirk Cousins is really gonna have a good good season with the the weapons that he's got: Thielen and Diggs, Rudolph and. Dalvin Cook in the backfield. I think it's like the best offensive uh, combination that he's had. Like weaponry. All that. His arsenal. Not the gunners. But uh, y'all know what I mean. Yeah, what I mean. Any hoot. What the fuck else? What else we got? Um, yeah, I don't want to get to that Let's see. Let's look at the scores. What else what else happened? I know I fucking sucked at fantasy. Oh, Sam Darnold didn't do too bad. He didn't do too bad. Uh NFL week one scores. Boom. Oh yeah. Panthers won. It was a little sloppy. They lost Greg Olson and my homie was freaking really, really sad. My homie Frank. You know what's so crazy? This is bar. This little, like, cantina spot that just, like, kind of changed names or whatever. Or, like, you know, changed ownership. And it used to be a different bar. But anyway, they uh, freaking turned it into a place where they had, like, a whole bunch of Carolina shit. And it's like a Panthers bar. But it's, like, Mexican food and, like, a cantina. And the only two Panthers fans I fucking know in person are fucking both Mexican growing up in Northern California. Like, what the fuck? How is this? Like, it doesn't make sense. But one is my uh, my cousin, Julian. And the second one is uh, my homie Frank out here uh, who went to high school with me. He, uh, whatchamacallit. 
Yeah, that it's, it's the, they don't make sense. But anyway, I, we went to the bar with him, and there was like he got dinged up there, and the whole bar went quiet. And I was like, oh fuck! I was like, this dude gets banged up every year, freaking Olsen. He injured his foot, and the foot is not something that's like easy to heal. And that shit's just a bitch too. Oof, yeah. So I feel for him, man. I really do. And. Yeah, Keekly too. I think he had like a, a a knock, but I think he came back in. So, see if that affects him moving down the line. But man, yeah. What else? I mean, we had the Thursday night game. Eagles knocked out the Falcons. The the, the biggest fuck shit that happened in that game was freaking Devontae motherfucking Freeman could not score on like four tries in a row inside the five yard line. They give him the ball on first and goal at the five. He gets to the two. Off the left side. Give it to him again. And gets it to the one. It's third down. He's in shotgun. They run a pass play. He runs his flat. The linebacker's there. Ryan tosses it too high. Freeman drops it. Friggin' fourth down. They come up jumbo. Give him the ball on a toss sweep left. Doesn't get to the corner. Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Turnover at the one. It was fucking ridiculous. And I have Freeman on one of my fantasy teams on my work. For my work. And that shit was not fucking cool. Not cool at all. So, yeah. I got demolished. I got destroyed. Um, Yeah. Freaking Peter. Fucking Peter, man. Now he's trying to trade me one of his three tight ends. Man, that this is a fourteen team league. It's deep as fuck, and it's just cutthroat. It's crazy. It's so weird because like some of the dudes' teams be like stacking at weird positions. They'll have like two kickers or like two defenses and like three tight ends. Like just weird shit. It's like you just like they hoard it, and then you don't have nobody you could pick up. <laughs> you got really fucking scour that shit. The wave of ride. Who did I get? I think I like TJ Yeldon. I got TJ Yeldon. I put in three bids and I got one. I got TJ Yeldon for Nick Chubb. Because Chubb isn't getting no chances. First game. So Yeldon's going to uh, play because Fournette's dinged up. So that's how you got to do it. I mean, that's how fantasy's done. You got just got to play the odds. You got to do talent times opportunity. You know, sometimes you can play the talented dudes. Who get little opportunities because they're just so talented. Every time, you know, they get the ball, something happens. Or you can go the opposite direction and just give somebody who, you know, gets a lot of reps and gets is going to get a lot of chances. And you play the odds that they're going to make some plays. You know, like uh, wide receivers in good situations. Teams that like to run the ball a lot and have a heavy workload in the goal line for certain players. Um, you know tight ends that are touchdown hawks, you know, things like that. Just got to, like, you know, keep that up there. Anyway, I don't know why I broke that down. Oh, yeah, Bengals, they got on the Colts. T.Y. scored. Andrew Luck looks like he's still going to be running for his life from what I was watching. Oh, yeah, Bills are not looking good. They got demolished 47-3 to by the Ravens. Damn, that's pretty rough. So Nathan Peterman experience, I think, almost over. God damn, that's fucking, that's pretty sad. 
Whew. Yeah, put in a fucking rookie. Why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? At this point, I mean, they traded McCarron. I thought looked competent when he played in Cincy. So I, I didn't see him in fucking the Bills. So I don't even know who the fuck the Raiders got and what type of player and what state he's in. When uh, they acquired him, they fucking dumped their other two quarterbacks they had. And kind of Cook and EJ Manuel. Manuel. Manuel? 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 Helix? 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 Uh, yeah. Okay. Buccaneers. Oh, yeah. Beating the Saints. What the fuck? What the fuck happened here? I had the Saints on one of my fantasy teams on defense. Like, and they just got demolished by a team that had, like, you know, wasn't looking like, I don't know, you know, not the best momentum coming into the season. James Winston is suspended. Ryan Fitzpatrick out there. Always, like, he's, like, the definition of a so-so career. He'll have, like, a one good season and then back it up with a trash one somehow. Like, he had one good season with the Bills and then just, like, just didn't do good. And then he went to New York and had one good season and then just, like, no, 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 didn't do very well. And then I guess he wasn't doing so well in Tampa. It's just, like, doing okay. And then, yeah, I guess this might be one of his good seasons. Who knows? Who knows? Where he puts up uh, some better numbers. It's just crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see. He, uh, he, man, he had some bombs today or uh, that on Sunday. Ridiculous, man. Deshaun Jackson, Evans, they were all catching passes. It was ridiculous. And, yeah, freaking Saints were going like crazy. Freaking Kamara was getting tons of reps. And that was not good because I was playing that motherfucker. He almost got, he got like 38 points against me. I'm like, I was done. I was done. Oh, yeah, the other thing about Freeman, he didn't get any touches inside the 20 after that shit happened. And he got dinged up, too, so I was like, fuck. What are we doing? Yeah. Vikings 24, 9 16. Pass 27. Texas 20. Finns 27. Titans 20. Let's see. The Jaguars knocking off the Giants. Yeah, that was. Uh, I didn't even see the highlights. I don't even know what happened. But yeah. Blake Bortles' experience continues. Fucking tie. 21-21. Browns steal us. Freaking blocked the field goal to end the game. Couldn't even get one off. Couldn't get one off. <sighs> Just like all your friends in high school. Couldn't get one off. And, yeah, two teams I despise. The... Chefs versus the Dolts. Kansas City knocks off Los Angeles. 38-28. Tyreek Hill, that boy fast as fuck. That dude, damn. He has some long-ass touchdowns. That shit was crazy. We had skins over cards. I think that's more so Cardinals not looking so hot this year. Redskins, we'll see. We'll see. Let's see, Bronco Seahawks. Uh, yeah, don't like the, the end result there. I'm not sure how the Seahawks are gonna do this year. 
giving up points because I don't know mm, if the Broncos can put up 27 on every team in the NFL, if you, if you know what I'm saying. So that Seahawks defense, we'll see. We'll see what's good with them. Yeah, we had that Packers-Bears game, 24-23 pack. That's what's crazy. Yeah, the Jets just routing the Lions, man. Matt Patricia, just, I don't know. Who knows? Someone point made a great point saying that, like, the pencil behind his ear is basically pointless because his fucking play card is laminated. That shit is for show. The motherfucker get, is going to get an NFL head coaching job because he fucking looks the part. <laughs> like, what in the hell? That's crazy. That's just crazy. <laughs> anyway, yeah. What's, I don't know. The Lions. Yeah. Not looking so hot, man. Sorry. Sorry telling me, Isaiah. Lions fan. It's everybody who likes. Uh, What's his name? Eddie Murphy's character in uh, Beverly Hills Cop. One and two. Maybe a third one. That I don't know if I recommend. Anyway. Yeah, we'll see. And then the last game, I got to break it down. We got to talk about it, man. Freaking Oakland. Shitty ass second half. Raiders. Losing by 20, 33-13 to the Rams, man. The Rams came on in the second half. Like, what the fuck? Raiders were up 13-10 to and then 23 unanswered to end the game. Man. Rams made some adjustments at half and the Raiders didn't do anything. They didn't make nothing. No changes. They were really controlling the line. They were getting the run game going. Marshawn was getting cut touches. He got a fucking ridiculous carry for a touchdown. Just ran over fools. Offensive line just was doing work, doing what they were paid to do. This is a big, heavy unit, and they could do shit. And Marshawn was cutting them up, getting some holes, you know, popping some motherfuckers, just, like, really smacking dudes in the hole and being a force, man, setting the tone. And, yeah, Carr was making some completions, like, converting uh, third downs and whatnot. And they should have had more points in the, in the first half because he th- ended up throwing a pick in the red zone. And the Rams were pretty pretty good. And the Raiders were playing an up-tempo, but they weren't necessarily doing up-tempo passing. They were running they're running it a lot, too. And Carr was doing the thing that Peyton Manning does where he goes up-tempo just to keep the defense on the field. And he just gets the offense set. And sometimes he'll call an audible and he'll change the formation or he'll keep the same formation or he'll, like, motion somebody. Or maybe he'll change the play after he sees the defense line up and figure it out from there. And then, he, like, I think Gruden was either, like, feeding him the play in this helmet or letting him call his own shit because he was really out there flowing and just going. And that shit, the offense was moving. They were getting shit done. Even though they got some penalties, they are still getting shit done. It was pretty impressive to watch the first half. And it was kind of like, you know, the wet dream all these Raiders fans be having, man. It's like, oh, shit, Gruden be coming back. Chopping it up, he's doing the shit. It's like they're putting it together, but they freaking couldn't stop the Rams really, really well. That was the thing that was concerning, and they freaking shot themselves in the foot throwing that pick inside the red zone. Like I was saying, that shit was fucking not good. These corners were like going, like going off. They were really trying to throw away from them. They're throwing it to the backs, to the tight ends. Uh, Cook had it like over a hundred yards over the first half, which was crazy. Man, you put a ton of points. 
in fantasy. And Rashard was getting a ton of checkdowns when they were like tied her down and they were just throwing the ball a lot. Man, they kind of got away from the run in the second half. And it was, she was disappointed. It really was. And yeah, this it's kind of what the team was built to do. Got to put them in situations to be able to do it and to be able to play that way. You got to have a better defense, man. Defense had like no freaking pressure on the quarterback, and that shit was so disconcerting. Jared Goff had a white ash looking jersey. It looked like nobody touched him, man. He was just sitting back in clean ass pockets all day, all fucking day. And this freaking coaching staff trying to sell us on. This team defensively being able to do shit. I fucking don't see it. At least in game one. I'm still very uh, optimistic about the two tackles. Mo Hurst and PJ Hall. Because from everything I've seen of them in footage before coming to the league. I, I really liked. But Arden Key I think was a question mark for me. And he definitely... Fulfilled that prophecy on the field in week one because he wasn't nowhere to be seen, man. MIA for him a little bit. I mean, Tank Carradine was just a body there. And I don't know. I mean, they didn't do what they needed to do. They didn't, I don't know. They didn't help get pressure. They got pressure a little bit from like Bliss and some like Leon Hall, the slot. And I think they brought like, um, Joseph or uh, what's his face? Um, oh, jeez, um, dude from used to play in Cincy safety, Reggie Nelson, the eraser, Reggie Nelson. Yeah, he called. He's called the eraser. He used to be like fuck shit up in Florida. He's called because he used to erase plays. It's like not gonna happen. Just knock the shit out of you, and. Uh, yeah, take you out the game. I've seen him. Oh, my God. That dude was a freaking missile in college. It was crazy. Anyway, he's, uh, yeah. He, he blitzed a few times. And they got some pressure, but they weren't able to, to get to golf. That was the one thing. And eventually that led to the DBs being out there way too long, which are actually held up okay considering the the lack of pressure there. I mean, linebackers are quick. I'll say that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Gurley, they, they took some bad angles sometimes. Because Gurley, man, Gurley got to the corner a few a few occasions. Dude, fast, though. A couple of times it ends, uh, lost contain. And that, that was concerning, the lack of contain. That they could keep on defense. Containing pressure. And that's the ends. And who the fuck was playing there on one side? For, you know, last season. Could have maybe fucking helped. I don't know. Some dude named fucking Khalil Mack. Who you might have fucking given away. Because you didn't want to pay the motherfucker. Ah, man. I'm, I'm frustrated because... There was no, like, middle ground that could have happened. It was, like, all or nothing for this dude. And it's just like, man. Let's figure some shit out. Let's figure some shit out. Even if it's short-term, man. I don't know. The picks they got just don't give them. 
much, you know, or at least nothing for this season. There's no no bodies. They didn't get no players or nothing. <sighs> man, this this one's gonna be one that's gonna be tough to digest forever, man. Forever, forever and ever. It's crazy. It's like me being a Kings fan and just living with the 2002 Western Conference Finals, you know, robbery, freaking gambling, refs, and all that shit. Yeah, that shit, I gotta live with that, I gotta live with Giants being five outs of a World Series, and oh, two also, that shit was crazy, um, yeah, I don't know, Chucky exacting his revenge on the Raiders, year after being traded from the team, that shit was ridiculous, yeah, that shit was crazy, winning with Dungey's players, kind of. Kind of, sort of. Yeah, that was that was really weird. Anyway, it's it's concerning the defense. The defense is concerning. I mean, I think the offense has some some work to do. Car man, Car made some bad throws for some picks in the second half. Like who? Like what is he thinking? What happened? Tell me it slipped. Tell me you're eating popcorn on the sidelines. What the what the fuck? Because it was just like it was inexplicable. It was like linebacker was just like dropping into his like you know normal zone, and the ball was literally like it was like three flies up. But like when you play with like little kids who are like ten feet away from you or some shit, that's what it looked like. It was like here you go get it. It was <laughs> it went. I I don't know. I can't. I don't know. Didn't make it made it halfway to the sideline and it went up like only like ten feet up in the air. It was like a little lot. Past. It was like I don't know, what the fuck. It was you couldn't have thrown it more than thirty feet away from him, and it was just like the littlest little I don't know lob pass. I guess he was trying to hit um, Jordy Nelson on a comebacker. The linebacker dropped back a little too much, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. That shit was inexplicable, man. And then no more run game. Disappeared. Beast mode. They weren't able to unleash him like they could have, man. And this shit's going to be concerning. But the Rams, the Rams, I think, are definitely a top team in the league. B. Cooks, I think, is going to be really good for them. I think he's going to be a lot more solid than people uh, realize. Maybe more than I did because he looks like the most dynamic receiver out of the, all the trio between him, Cooper Cup, and Robert Woods. Although Woods didn't look too bad, and Coop looked pretty damn good himself too. Like if I had to give it Robert Woods like a BB plus, Cup an AA minus, and or like a B plus A minus, and definitely Cooks had an A man. He was getting open. He was making plays. He was, uh, you know, getting some yak out there, some some yak yards. Uh, he was uh, doing his thing. Conley did okay on him a, a few times, but Sean Melvin, he had his hands full every time he was matched up on him. And, yeah, it was uh, 
Jared Goff, man, running the show with the McVay. McVay helping him. It's, uh, I don't feel too, you know, upset about people think it's just like kind of cheap or whatever. But, man, yeah, whatever. The rules, the rules. It is what it is. If uh, you make it harder on your own players intentionally, then I don't know what you're doing. So. So it makes sense to give them as much assistance as possible, and then eventually they'll figure it. You know, take the training wheels off us. You know, per se, because it's uh, it's all about helping the team win, and what gets it done then, and how it gets done. So I think the Rams definitely Super Bowl contenders. The defense has some uh, some killers on it, man. Donald. Brockers, Sue, Talib, Peters got a pick six. Did the Marshawn nut grab? Uh, he also smacked fucking uh beast mode a couple times in the hole, man. One time, man, he brought him down. This shit was crazy. And he was talking shit, everything afterwards too. And I bet you Marshawn was too, but you can't see because he's got the fucking visor, so couldn't really tell. Um. <laughs> I was trying to listen to Peter He's like man it's this shit like back in the town Or some shit like that <laughs> She was funny She was a little funny to me Um, Yeah man I'm glad he's not on the Chiefs no more Cause that's like a direct rival for sure mm, But yeah Peter's crazy he's from the town man He's on the second team, man. He had a that pick. Pick six was uh, also a very easy one. It looked like. Damn, freaking car. Yeah, they were trying to stay away from them. Should have attacked Talib a little bit more, I thought. That's just me. Yeah, they got some, they got some good players. <laughs> They're... Uh, the young linebackers stepped in and played pretty well. I will say that. Anyway. Anyway. What fucking time is it? What else we got to say? What else we got to discuss? Oh, yeah, man. I went back home. I think, yeah. I think I said it, man. Anyway, A's is still killing, man. They're one game behind the Yankees. They're one for the top wildcard spot. So, they might give home field advantage for that shit. That shit would be crazy. A's, man, if they do that shit, we could, they got to sell that shit out, man. Take no Yankee fans in there. Even though the snob asses will probably fucking get tickets or whatever. Be stupid. Mm. Gonna be a lot of seats in Oakland, man. Filled. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, yeah, one more thing about the Raiders, I gotta say. They freaking just picked up Martavis Bryant again. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Um, crazy what he's been up to. Freaking get gets potential potentially pop for another year. Gets cut. Raiders don't have a good day. Get get him back. And yeah, we'll see. See if he does anything. Anything positive, I would hope. Anyway, damn, these freaking A's are going crazy, man. I think. Yeah, this this season, I always like if I have like a a favorite like player for a favorite season or a moment, I'll try to get 
like uh, something to commemorate it. Like Mo Salah just it, it put the record up for like EPL's most uh, goals in a season. So I had to commemorate that shit. And it was also last year that they're doing no sponsorships on the sleeves. This year is the first year they're doing They're allowing it. So they had two EPL logos, one on each sleeve, which was kind of cool. I didn't even realize that till later, but I thought that was kind of, oh, yeah, that's right. Kind of moment. Mm. Yeah. Asia just be doing it, bro. Man, freaking Giants, they freaking traded McCutcheon a few weeks ago. And he was on the Yankees now. And he finally hit his first home run for them. But I hope that is uh, the only one. Yeah. I'm just reading whatever the hell else we got. Oh, there was another more insensitive tweet person. This dude, Michael Kopech from the White Sox. There's a bunch of dudes fucking old Twitter accounts. We talked about that shit. In the past episodes, man, you guys got to keep that on lockdown. What's up? What's up? What's up with that? Everybody should go back and check that. Anyway, start of the EPL season. Yeah, man, Liverpool cooking out reloaded. They've been doing good. They're still up at the top of the table. Freaking, I think, is it Wofford? Wofford be doing good. We're at international break, so there's no games for the moment, for a little stretch. And then uh, the season gets going again, but... Yeah, it's crazy. There's a bunch of turmoil going on. Man, man, you, they're always taking bets on when Mourinho will be sacked. It's like, it's crazy. There's like a lot of under, you know, veiled comments between Pogba and Mourinho and everybody else and Martial. And yeah, it's like all the players have like some sort of like rift with him from some, some, some kind. It's crazy. Yeah, man. Everyone's thinking Zinedine Zidane might have a chance to replace him. But who knows? Who knows? I mean, Arsenal still struggling. They don't know what they're doing quite yet. They got a new manager. But Chelsea, man, they got a new manager. And he's really locked and loaded, getting them going. Having them uh, playing pretty well. They came out with a pretty good start. And Spurs, Spurs have had good moments. Lucas Mora, I forgot they had him. Very, very quick. He scored some nice goals. But yeah, Man City, they're still loaded as hell. I think they really got it. Got it on lock. It's them and Liverpool, I think, are the two two favorites. And the Chelsea's will probably be a third, in my opinion. Man, you will probably finish fourth again. Again. Man, you, man, they got the talent, but they just can never put that shit together. At least recently. There's just something about, I don't know, structure of the club or the direction of it. It's just, it just hasn't been there. Obviously, the biggest shoes ever to fill in uh, Fergie. Freaking Ferguson, that that was, uh, man, the, the most decorated manager of all time in Europe, maybe. Maybe, arguably. Dude was just, every year his team's solid and just always put it together. It always found a way. Made the players work. Man, I've enjoyed like all the players that he had all there. You know, the dispense of, but you know, made them useful for for the team. You know, people would fall in and out of his favor and all that stuff, but uh, the people who were there, man, they they did the job, and that's what they needed. Yeah, I remember Chicharito. He was just you know, there's times where he was. Uh, you know, penciling him a starter all the time, and other times you wouldn't. So, 
But every time he came in, he was just ready. He was ready to go. He did his job. Ran between defenders, got open, great chances. You know, did his thing. You know, good body positioning, just good spatial awareness. You know, it's Tom Rooney was in our lineups, like stuff like that. You know, it's like give him uh, larger rests and breaks and stuff like that. So just the normal rotations. He was amazing. But uh yeah, anyway, it's been it's been a lot of turmoil since that. Uh that kind of era's kinda come and gone. Here's another kind of cool thing, man. Uh what's this fool's name? The dude's uh for uh Tottenham. Tottenham. Check out the roster. Son Hyung Min. That's this guy's name, Son. Uh yeah, this dude played the Asia Games. Uh, he's uh he's played a lot. <laughs> played in the Asia Games and they won freaking South Korea. So now he doesn't have to do uh, mandatory 20 months in the Korean military, which is crazy. Because that's like one of the countries that demands every citizen be a participant in the military at some point in their lifetime for a stretch of time. And Israel's one of them as well. It's pretty interesting. It's very... Very interesting. But yeah, his son, he won the, the Asia Games, so he was exempt. So they say if you ever win an Asia Games or if you win an Olympic medal, you become exempt from that. So that's crazy. That's pretty crazy, man. So he was like, get out of jail free card. He just won that pretty much. Get out of service free. Mm. Anyway. Oh, yeah, Champions League is going to get up and going, man. That's going to be crazy. We'll, we'll have to break that down on another episode because, like, that's... That's looking pretty dope, man. I'm going to be interested. Might have to get Miguel back on the show to talk about it. Because, yeah, we'd be watching the foosball. Let's see. Other things that's happened recently. Um, Yeah, I haven't been keeping up on current events like I normally do, man. I got a shit ton of tabs open that I need to be reading. So I'm going to be doing that at some point soon. And then, yeah, we'll get back to you on one of these... uh, more in-depth intellectual conversations at the end of my shows that I be doing because, yeah, I be reeling y'all motherfuckers in with sports and just, like, my high-ass shit talking about fucking, yeah, music and shit. And then, yeah, at the end of it, we get into, like, some more deep metaphysical conversations that uh, you might have not wanted to ponder. Uh, But, yeah, that's the shit that I like. So that's what we talk about. (laughs) That's what it is. And, yeah, we had the Maryland football player dying from that heat stroke man that was just crazy that's it's really sad and the university accepted like all responsibility from it and this is like some old shit so i'm just gonna tell you this is some old shit this shit because it is but uh yeah it freaking died from a heat stroke that shit was yeah very sad i'm just gonna leave it at that can't really add nothing to this i don't know why i brought that shit up but yeah sometimes i'd be writing this shit and i don't even know what to do um. Oh yeah, Tiger has some tr- comments on Trump the other day, which were pretty funny. And it was like, uh, yeah, it was really. He tried to play the middle and all that shit, and it was. Uh, <laughs> it did not uh, come out to the best, I would say. 
Let's see. Tiger Woods on Trump. Let's see what he said. Yep, successfully straddles fence. Uh, yep. What did he say? Uh, We've played golf together. You have to respect the office. I'm really hungry. <laughs> That's what he says. That's what it says on here. Jesus. Yeah. It was like him playing the middle... Oh man. Yeah, he didn't want to shit talk Trump. It was funny. Oh jeez. Jeez, jeez, jeez. <laughs> that shit was crazy. But yeah, I feel like that was a money driven answer, man. He's just like, I need my sponsors, dude. I've been through a lot. His fucking wife is getting half my shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People took issue with it for sure. <laughs> yeah, he's got presidential like friendship with Trump. <laughs> Maybe he's like assholes be like another assholes. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like uh, Tiger on the inside is uh, a little bit uh, there. That shit was funny. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is a Tiger. This is a Tiger we, we've uh, come to know and love. What would he call himself? Casablasian or some shit? Like, he tried to combine all this fucking ethnicity together. No, no, just don't. No, just can't. No. You can't. No. Don't don't start some shit. There won't be no shit. Just, just don't. Man, that was a throwback. Anyway. Yeah, how the fuck old am I? Anyway. Oh yeah, some other shit, some other ideas I was thinking about, man. I was like, man, what if if EU completes Brexit, is Ireland gonna become reunified country? Because they were talking about like all that shit. Um, I was watching, thinking like a Vox video, and they they explained some cool shit about like borders, and this is one of them where they're saying like the North, Northern Ireland and the Irish border, um, is cool and peaceful today, but. That shit, like, 20, 30 years ago was super deadly and super contentious and everything. And they're saying if the UK leaves um, uh, the EU with the Brexit shit, then that means Northern Ireland is out of the EU. But does that mean that Northern Ireland and Ireland are going to be, like, back together? Because the e, you know, the UK hasn't defined that yet. They don't want to give up Northern Ireland, but they don't want to put a solid border around it because that shit did not end peacefully uh, last time that happened. And so they have peace now. They want to keep that, but they also want to control the area. So you get a little catch-22 type of situation where one people are you know, part of the EU and the other peoples might not be because Ireland is its own independent nation and they didn't choose to leave just the the uk so that's a the other island over so yeah it's uh interested to see what what will happen the politicians be you know talking all that shit about like oh we want it all you know kind of thing we want this not to you know they want both sides of the of the coin type type scenario 
So we'll see what uh, what side ends up winning out. Yeah, we got some other people in the freaking Trump administration pleading guilty. Manafort, Cohen, man, this shit's old. Yeah, Trump getting upset at, at people flip flopping. I was saying, is this in near? Is in is near? I don't know. This fool is just getting memefied every day and every shit. I don't know. I don't know. It's the same shit, different day. It's crazy. We're gonna go like at the end of this, look back, turn around, and say like, "What the fuck was this? This was crazy." I don't know if we'll ever get to the bottom of this shit. This what September twenty eighteen, and yeah, I don't know if the end is near. I really don't. We he might end the whole fucking thing in two years. Still sitting there, and he probably will. I probably we put money on it. Probably wouldn't have good odds, but yeah, I'll put it there. That's not what I'm hoping for, but yeah, I think that's what's likely. Cause the world sucks sometimes, and that's just how it is. You just gotta keep pushing. Anywho, uh, let's see. Damn, I almost had like 20 fucking topics to, to bring up. Let's see. Air pollution leading to reduced education levels. Ooh, that, didn't, that was not cool. Uh, yeah, so people are going to be fucking dumb. And this is going to be... Uh, oh, yeah, I saw that it was like it hurt people who are older the most. And then it was like people who are really young. So people who are like... On the way out, and people are still developing, it ended up fucking them up. So, and it, it said it ended up fucking up males more so than females, which is interesting. So I'm like, damn, is this gonna be the 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 downfall of the male race? We're just gonna be some dumb motherfuckers, We're just be bossed around by all these women and shit. We can't think for ourselves. Is that what's gonna happen? Is that what's gonna happen? That wouldn't be cool. Not nothing bad about women, but that's that's not a that's not what I want. People want that to happen. If they, they want to play that role, play that role. But not everybody wants to play that role. So I don't, you know, we're a free fucking country. You know, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. <laughs> anyway. What else we got? FDA approving psilocybin uh, depression treatment. That's like uh, magic mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah, for depression. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, they they uh, they approve some of that treatment, so that's really interesting that they're coming around on that. And I think that's probably one of the safest uh, drugs that you probably can do. Just a low level, some mushrooms, get a little wavy. That's fun. It's fun. I haven't done a lot, a lot, and I need to at some point. That would be cool. It's just really, as uh, they want saying, the Doors, Jim Morrison. I had to paint that backwards. My bad. Uh, as the as Jim Morrison from the Doors was saying, he's got break on through to the other side, and I haven't really done that on that. So yeah, that might be in the works. But anyway, yeah, for depression, I don't know. I haven't taken it that often, or like to really have the understanding. But yeah, I understand. Like the times I have taken it has put me in like a very, you know, relaxed and and uh, connected state too. You feel grounded to uh, to reality and what it is, even though things are, you know, shift might be physically or uh, or visually shifting or maneuvering or 
you know, framed in a different way that you're not used to seeing, um, you know, through the, sometimes the tripping that goes on when you, when you're on that stuff, but like the emotional and spiritual kind of effects that you get from it, it's like, I would say, yeah, it could have some good effects, especially from really, really deep down to depression. Now there's, there's some other stuff that people have tried and have, that have really been useful and will have worked for them too. And one of the things is MDMA actually. Uh, um, that'd be fucking Molly, ecstasy, whatever you have, whatever you have, whatever uh, you call it. There's been a lot of uh, studies for people who have PTSD from like the uh, going to to war into battle, and they've reported that they've had a lot of uh, experiences actually opening up and being able to confront and uh, the reality and face it and to be able to tackle it head on and you know move forward in a positive fashion more so than trying to, you know, push it down and, and to be resentful of it and not want to address it. So sometimes being up, upright and, uh, you know, just upfront with it is uh, the way to go. And I think that's definitely something you feel. You feel a greater sense of love and passion and caring and, like, connection with other people and others. You know, some not even people sometimes, spiritual entities. It, it feels like sometimes it's just, like, nondescript you just kind of have to open it a little wider in the definition if you're on MDMA. So I'm, I'm curious to see if that one ended up becoming, uh, you know, something that people get more, uh, uh, you know, more in vogue, I should say. So that was, uh, yeah, you know, something I thought was pretty interesting and thinking about for a little bit. And then the last thing, definitely want to bring up the freaking stupid ass uh, protests over Nike because they are starting to back Kaepernick. I got all these uh, right wing white folks burning their shoes and cutting up their clothes, taking off these logos, and that shit is ridiculous. Or has been ridiculous. It's kind of died down the last few days, but yeah, Kaepernick came on those ads and everyone's throwing a hissy fit and. The NFL is sponsored by Nike too, which makes it all hilarious. So uh, we'll see how pissed off the NFL really gets. As uh, yeah, they're kind of pushing people into corners and stuff. <laughs> but I mean, for good reason. There's like you know one side that's just like getting outraged over misinformation, which I think is ridiculous. And you can get outraged over real shit. That's fine. That's fine by me. But you're getting outraged over misinformation, and that's just like you're just looking like a fucking sheep, bro. You're looking like fools. So, yeah, that's the the gist of it. How I see that shit. It's it's been crazy. It's been fucking crazy. Anyway, I'm tired. I'm gonna go to bed. I'm trying to smoke this this joint and pass the fuck out. Maybe take this snack. I don't know. Maybe read some uh, current events. Some might go read uh, some obituaries to Mac, man. I'm going to miss you, Mac. We're going to miss you, man. Anyway, this has been episode 36 of the Puro Caballero Show. Follow along on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn Radio. Yeah, and so all that shit. Um, yeah, man. Hashtag TPCS. Hashtag the P-U-R-O-C-A-B-A-L-L-E-R-O of the Puro Caballero Show. And yeah, 
Take it easy. Until next time, chill out. Peace.